I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fangs, claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they could be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. Before we, we started, um, I was telling Brandon a story about, like, what I was doing for work, right? Um, I I do research. I'm a researcher for work by trade um, because that's what I do. Uh, I do a lot of interviews, right? I talk to people in person. Well, I rarely talk to people in person because a lot of the stuff I can do doesn't have to be in person. Um, I have a project coming up that requires that I be in person with people because I'm testing an application that only works at certain locations. Yes. Right? Um, and you had to go to the Big Apple. Am I allowed to say I that had much? To go to, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, actually, I don't think any of this is actually covered under, would be under my NDA. But I'm not going to talk about, like, specifics just because of, like... Gotcha. Uh, well, because also my my I'm my current job that I do on the side, I don't have on my uh, LinkedIn because I don't want to catch shit from anyone uh, at my college while I'm working on my PhD because people are going to, like... I don't want anyone to be like, what the fuck are you doing working? Oh, um, yeah. Because, like, probably most people won't do it, but, like, I just don't want to have anyone to, like, I don't want to deal with anyone who's, like, going to cause me problems, right? Yeah. Anywho. Um, so, uh, I had to go down to the city, went to a few places, went to Central Park, Bryant Park, blah, 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 right? When I was in Bryant Park, I, uh, the thing, the app that I was testing required I use a camera, right? And I had my external power supply plugged in to my camp my my phone right just to kind of like keep my juice at like 99 you know, yeah all that good stuff keep it running um yeah so uh the thing about brian park is there's a lot of chairs right and um it turns out when you're using the app and you're looking through the screen uh at the real world uh through that camera it paints it's out of, all the chairs it, yeah it kind of <laughs> fucks with your peripheral vision a little bit so I, I like lightly tripped over a chair a few, a couple chairs a few times. Um, <laughs> and the last time it just so happened that my, my plug came out, landed in a puddle. Um, and then I actually just remembered my plug landed in the puddle a second time later on. Oh, perfect. It, it happened a bunch, right? Um, long story short, what ended up happening was my, uh, my, my cable got wet, right? And after my cable got wet and I plugged it into my phone, I got that, like, dreaded uh, wet port fucking thing. So I couldn't charge anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, before anyone starts doing, like, thinking what they would do in their own head, what they would do, my daughter's two now. She says she stopped doing it. But when she was younger, she'd suck on my fucking USB cable. There's nothing you can do to drag out that cable once you put it into your phone. You can't scroll up your shirt and clean it out. You can't pull the fuzz off a Q-tip. You can't even get a hair dryer to do it. There's nothing. You, I tried so hard when this child was sucking on that cable. There's nothing you can do. You're, you're screwed. From the moment it touched the water, it was dead. It was gone. Yeah. So um, I'm in New York City, right? 
I just finished all my stuff. I have a decent amount of battery left, right? I was like at like 70 or so because like I, I went off off battery for a while. Yeah. Uh, maybe closer to 60. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'll go do a few things because I'm down here and I drove over here and I paid the toll to get over because I, I drove in because uh, I brought uh, Christina down with me, right? Yeah. And, um, well, because Christina had to go to work and I had to go in, so it, it made more sense for us to drive in because it was $20 to park, $10 to go across the uh, Lincoln Tunnel, right? As opposed to like $100 total for going on the train. Right? Yeah. So it was just like one, it was one of those things where I was like, well, this just, this is just like fucking, this just makes sense. Um, so, you know, I know how to get out of the city, right? But uh, I I would feel a lot more comfortable if I had my phone. Yeah. Right? Um. So I go back towards my where I parked, and um, like I go into a few places looking for a uh, like a um a way to cl- to clear out the port on my phone because yeah. I'm I'm working from the assumption that my phone has a wet port because it did right yeah. um when i when i turned it on and off it still had a wet port right um uh and i'm like okay so it's probably fucked up on my phone's end right because yeah. i had that little both wet, your phone and the cable yeah yeah so um i actually had this happen before to me where it's gotten wet and i've been able to like stop it quick enough like fix it quick enough before it yeah. like whatever um and usually that works, but this time it didn't. Um, so my phone is like dying, right? And this, that one person who really hates the fact it takes us a while to get started on stories is really going to hate this if they're still listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but this story, this story is important to me and it was, it ruined my day. Um, <laughs> so my phone dies, yeah. right? And I'm like, fuck. So I'm in Midtown, right? Midtown. Which, Manhattan. by the way, I would be having a full panic attack at this point. Well, one, I never would have gone to the New York City on my own. I've never driven on a throughway, so like, <laughs> and I will never drive on a throughway. So, <laughs> so you're like, you're. This is a, this is a, a night. One of my worst nightmares is what you're just living. I, I'm telling you the sum of all fears for you, basically. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I'm like, fuck. Right? So I'm walking down. I find... I'm looking for a CVS. Right? Or a Dwayne Reed. Which... Dwayne Reed is like Walgreens in New York City, effectively. They got bought okay. out, I think. Um, so I'm walking around. I'm like, alright, let me find... You're looking for an Eckerd's. Basically. Basically. Which, so, that's a good joke, because I don't think they're around anymore. They are not. Solid old person <laughs> joke. Um, out of business yeah, pharmacies. the Eckerd's... The, the Eckerds that was in uh, Stone Ridge got replaced by Walgreens. By a uh, 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 Rite Aid, I think. Rite Aid? Yeah. It's blue. Now I'm not... Sh- okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Anywho, regardless, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. Um, not even the thing I'm saying. So, <laughs> we walk. In- I walk into the, into the, the, the Dwayne Reed, right? And yeah. I'm like, all right, I need canned air, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, maybe this Dwayne Reed has canned air. Oh, right? it's New York Johnny. Because it's New York City, and New York City's got a bunch of weird shit in places that you wouldn't expect it to be. Yep. Because it's New York City, 
right? Um, and like, that's just the way it be. So I find, uh, um, whatchamacallits, uh, paper clips. Uh huh. I find, um, cotton balls and Q tips. Okay. And I go, I pay. Oh, oh. And this is important to the story. I buy a single, uh, triple X. You know the the like 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 vitamin energy drink. Yeah, I buy actually I buy the lemonade version of that, right? Where uh-huh. it's basically just lemon water. Yeah. Um, and this is very important to the story because of what's going to come next. So, I am going in. I buy this thing, and uh, <laughs> so so I go up to the counter. I'm like, hey. Uh-huh. Do you have canned air? And they're like, no, you'd probably have better luck at Staples. And I'm like, okay, I have no idea where the fuck Staples is. I'm still surprised they're around. That's a store where I can't think of any, why anyone would enter at Staples. Unless you're, it's for printers, right? Two reasons, two reasons, toner and passport photos. Oh, I guess those are the two reasons. Those are the two reasons. Like those are them. Um, uh, so, anywho, I then go into the, the Port Authority bus terminal, because that's where the Dwayne Reed was, by the yeah. way. Um, and I'm, I'm like, trying to, to take... I'm taking the, the paper clips, I'm taking the cotton, and I'm just trying to, like, dab out the, the port, right? To get the little thing yeah. to go away. And I actually do get the, the warning to go away for a second, right? Uh-huh. Plug my phone, my cable back in. Right. <laughs> No, it doesn't work, right? And keep in mind, my phone's dead, so every time that I do a tr- test like this, I have to wait like a minute yeah. to see if because it's that dead, right? To see if the charge worked. Um, so, so I'm like, fuck. So then I look at the the list of things, and I'm like, okay, there's a uh, watch. There's a there's a dude who does like watch fixing, like you know, watches. He's a watchmaker or or repair or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe that person might be a good idea to go to. I go to them. I don't see that they have any uh, any canned air or anything that would be like actually useful. Yeah. About nothing beyond what I had already done, right? So I'm like, okay. And I forgot one key fact. I went into a Verizon store during this this trial. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to ask them to like if they had a chance to like take a look at it. Because, oh. like, around us, Verizon stores do, like, repairs in the store. Yeah. Right? And they have tools to, like, fix things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not the case in New York City, and they ignored me for a solid five minutes. So my first thought before you said that was, like, oh, don't go into a Verizon, because they'll fix it, but they'll charge you $50 for, like, it'll be a repair charge. I would have stayed in the watch store and been like, hey, because they do tiny shit. And they might well, have just been like, that was my, Let's bang that was my logic. Yeah. Right. But it, it regardless. Um, so it's at this point that I realized that my, my drink that I bought because I was thirsty, uh-huh. I didn't fully close it properly. So uh-huh. it's in my hoodie pocket. Oh. And it's leaking onto the charger. <laughs> because, <laughs> John, it wasn't wet enough. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, motherfucker. Because like, I, I noticed there was a puddle forming below me. I'm like, I've been out in the rain all day, so I'm assuming yeah. that's just the rain. 
Um, so then I go to a bathroom and I'm like, oh, cool. Hair dryer thing. Do that thing. Doesn't work. So I'm just like, all right, I need to find a fucking staples. I need to, or get a wireless charger or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so I go towards the, where the information desk is in the port authority. Right. Um, and because I am who I am, somebody approaches me uh-huh. and asks for help. <laughs> Fair. And I'm John Dunham. And uh-huh. even though I know a lot of the times people are fucking with me and not telling me whole stories, I try to help them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I told the story on this podcast about the time that I was kind of mugged in slow motion. <laughs> Um, by a dude who asked me to drive him across a bridge. Oh, yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> it's funny. My, my, uh, oh, my advisor is like worried about me, was worried about me going down to New York City about uh-huh. like to get, because I might get mugged. And I'm like, <sighs> KP, that's my advisor's name. Yeah. KP, I got mugged in fucking Poughkeepsie. So like, <laughs> um, anywho. Dude tells me the story. He's like, um, hey, uh, my dad's up in Vassar. And now, my butthole clenches at this point. Yeah. Right? Because I'm just like, fuck, how does this dude know that I live near Poughkeepsie? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, my immediate thought is, oh, he's going to ask me to drive him up there. Oh. Which is a completely wrong thought to have, by the way. Because yeah. I'm in New York City, and most people don't have cars, so, like, dumb thought that i had right he's like i need 16 bucks to to get out of here i've been trapped in the port authority for three hours okay um my my uh pay didn't go through blah 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 blah. i'm like okay i don't think i actually believe you i don't say this like this is the calculus that's going through my head but as far as believable stories go yours is probably like top 10 of people who've accosted me asking for money and yeah. giving me a shit story uh, or like a, a story. Right. And I'm just like, okay, I need to know where the fucking staples is. So I will, I took the $20 out and I'm like, I will give you $20. If you tell me where the, where a fucking staples is. Cause you have a phone. Yeah. I don't have a phone that's working anymore. So I can't look it up. Yeah. And it doesn't look like anyone's at this fucking information desk. Yeah. So, I give the dude $20. He tells me where the staples is. I go to the staples. Go into the staples. I find canned air. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I should buy a wireless charger that I just keep in my car for in the future yeah. for emergencies like this. So I find a $20 wireless charger. I go to buy it. And then as I'm checking out, I'm like, wait a fucking second. Um, hey, could you check the back of that and make sure that that's compatible with Android? Uh-huh. It wasn't. And I'm oh, like, do you God. have any that are com- compatible with Android? And he's like, no, none <laughs> of my, nothing I have is compatible with Android. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, fuck. this is a nightmare. Fuck. All right. So I get the canned air. I literally, as I'm leaving the store, I'm like opening the canned air and like loading it up. And I go outside and I spray the canned air because I'm like, okay, this is the, this is it. This is the trick. Yeah. Doesn't fucking work. At this point, I'm just like, all right, it's getting close to the time that I need to leave. Otherwise, I'm going to spend an additional, like, $20 at, at parking, right? 
So I have to go leave. Yeah. Right? Um, so I walk to the parking area. I get my car. Right. And it's funny. I notice on the thing, it says like to text before you get there. And like, obviously I can't text. Yeah. Um, but everything goes off without a hitch. I sit in my car. I, I have navigation on my car. It's not very good. So uh-huh. I plug in where I'm going, right? Well, I plug in a location that I know outside of the city nearby that yeah. I can navigate from totally. Just as like a shits and giggle thing, I plug my phone into the car because I have a charger in the car. Yeah. Fucking works. <laughs> um, oh, God. So that's been my that's been the saga of me charge trying to charge my fucking phone after it got wet. So that um that reminded me. I'm going to say t- t- two very short stories because you, you're saying you thought he was going to ask you to drive him to Vassar. Reminded me of a time that I accidentally um took someone to do a drug deal, um because I was just playing pool in a bar, and uh, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh my um I got to ra- go around the corner to see a friend, but I had a couple beers. Can you just drive? It's like two blocks away, three blocks away from where we are. Accessory. So I, uh, I'm i like, yeah, man, like, I, you know, had not even like half a beer. So I just go to the bartender like, hey, I'll be right back. I got to go drop this guy off somewhere. So then I go around the corner and, and we park. And then he goes, just so you know that um, uh, he's like, if anyone comes out, you're my supervisor. So, and just act like you're my supervisor, like for work. And I was like, huh, huh, that's kind of weird, but all right. And so then he goes into this, this apartment building and he's in there for like a while. And then he comes out and, uh, brisk walk and gets back into the passenger seat. And I'm like, all right, <clears throat> you know, he did whatever with his friend, Hell, dropped off whatever he, I forget what his excuse was that he needed to go see his friend. And then this girl comes out and has me lower my window and uh, so then I, I do, I forget exactly what I said, but I did the supervisor. I did so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Super you believable. It. He worked for um, a paper, co- a local paper company. And then, um, uh, so we do that. And then we go back to the bar. Cause I'm like, I got to finish my beer and finish this game of pool. You know, there's people yeah. waiting for us. I got to finish this pool game. So do that. And yeah. he had like, and he starts, um, and I park. Back on the street. Luckily, my parking spot was still there. It wasn't gone long. That's and, a miracle. And he unfolds you were in uptown, right? This piece of paper. Yeah, in uptown. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a fucking miracle. It was. It was a fucking miracle. It unfolds this little origami, like you know how kids would pass notes in school and fold them up like that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, is he got a note from that? Is that that there must have been his friend left him a note? And he just goes, "Do you party?" And unfolds it, and it's just filled with cocaine. <laughs> I was like, huh, this was unexpected. That reminds me of the time the dude tried to sell us cocaine in uh, Poughkeepsie. Yeah. <laughs> wearing a, I'm wearing a fucking Ghostbusters costume. No. No, yeah. Like, who? Dude, look at who you're asking. I, I, I also think James Noon had a, a Spider-Man mask on at the time. He was dressed, he had, like, maybe not his full Spider-Man outfit, but he had at least the Spider-Man mask for sure. Yeah. You're dressed as, um... A Ghostbuster. A Ghostbuster with your, your your badass proton pack that you made. And then I'm just... Well, I probably looked because I, I had long hair at the time. So I... I pr- you're the you're you're probably the one who pulled him. It had to have been me because we were going <laughs> to the boo ball and like yeah. I was lazy. So I just had like... I had this gray jacket just riddled with pockets and like a slipknot mask because I like slipknot. Mm-hmm. 
So I just had long hair and a slipknot mask and just a very pockety jacket. So I, you know, I was probably the one that pulled him now that you say that. Probably. And I also think that he worked for the city because he's wearing a, a day, like the, the vest, the yellow vest. Of course. Of course. I don't remember that, but I, I'll believe it. Anyway, believe so, it. so, so I say that to completely, you texted me at nine o'clock this morning and then I promise we'll start the episode. Um, yes. Yes. You type at, at, at nine a.m. Usually, if there's an a.m., I don't get a text from you. Yeah, I'm usually dead to the world. Yeah. Um. Or or working. And it's a it's an Instagram reel, and it's just a video. And it says, "Who is walking their slave today at the Hannaford on Ulster Avenue in Kingston, in Lake Katrine?" And they open it, and it's just a guy in leathers on all fours being walked down. By the way, I know exactly where by mm-hmm. the hot dogs. The the quality yep. wasn't super great. Yep. I know exactly it's, where... That's my fucking store. It's like, by oh. the deli meats. I was like, man, they got pretty rad in this store. So anyway, I just sent that video to my mom and I'm waiting to see her response. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm sure it will um, be. So sorry, everyone, uh, for the long episode, but I had I had an adventure and I, I needed to inflict it upon everyone. Honestly, that was probably... Only, like. I was about to say, like, that probably took as long as the whole thing did. No, that took, like, over an hour worth of my yeah. life doing that. Anywho. Um, so this is this is Cryptopedia. Uh, if you've made it this far, thanks, I guess. You, uh, hopefully you know what this is if you've made it this far. If hopefully, not, you're, hopefully. you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Um, or we're sorry, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we talk about... Uh, in addition to talking about random ass shit, because we're two white men in our thirties um, who have a podcast, which is you know, I'm pretty what sure the like the world needs what we need more of that. Right? Absolutely, there's not enough of that. I always think, you know, it's a good thing we're doing this podcast because our voices are underheard relative to the rest of the population. <laughs> you know what I'll say? I'll say I'll say that our, ours are probably on the less bad side. Than the more bad side, maybe. But uh, anywho, uh, that's a joke. All that was a joke, by the way. Uh, just wanna <laughs> wanna wanna make sure everyone understands that one. Um, so we talk about cryptids, right? Absolutely, and paranormal shit. So um, I was working on this week's episode, Brandon. Yeah, and um, I was I I was listening to like a last podcast on the left show. And yeah. they were talking about, like, a Bigfoot festival in Michigan. And I'm just like, oh, that might be interesting to, like, talk about random-ass Bigfoot stories, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm starting to write the thing, and I'm like, okay, I want to write that Bigfoot appears in every United States, like, U.S. state, right? Yeah. But I need to find a source for that, because I don't want to just say that, right? And so I'm, I'm Googling, you know, Bigfoot us whatever yeah right and i found a uh geographic a, a geographic in- information system like curation yeah so a gis that's basically like a map with a bunch of data points on it right um which is horrifyingly relevant to both this podcast and oh the dissertation because it was a map of bigfoot sightings compared against biome data right um in an attempt to, like, predict Bigfoot habitats, I assume. Uh, okay. And I'm a person who does a lot of work with data sets, as mentioned before. Uh, sometimes, frequently, they're they're GIS-related, right? Uh-huh. And this map is a fucking mess. 
Oh, God. Right? So um, I have a link to it in the show notes, but it's a fucking mess. It's a nightmare to look at. Yeah. Right? Um, Total, total, like, crap show, shit show, whatever. Now, it does have a core thesis, though. Bigfoot density sightings in biome overlay show what regions in biome Sasquatch prefer. Uh-huh. Right? Now, um, basically looking at it, in my estimation, it doesn't look like Bigfoot have actually a preference for any one biome. Right? Yeah. Um, but because of who I am, once again, uh, I spent about an hour and a half playing with that mapping tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have a link in the in the episode copy and in the show notes to a map I created um, using the same data set and comparing it against uh, population densities and like city, uh, like like levels of cities. Yeah. And hey, it turns out uh, Bigfoot tend to show up about uh, like day trips distance away from cities. Yeah, so I'm looking at this map, and it, it I hate to say it, this is probably the wrong way to phrase it, but it, it looks like Michael J. Fox had a bingo dabber and, and just went to town. If you zoom in, you can see uh, populated place areas yeah. in orange, and that, that's the real, that's the real, like... That's the real juice of the app of the uh, the the data, um, but so that that's yeah. human population is the orange blotches. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Like, that's that's like so they're, they're they have population classes, right? And yeah. I think population class correlates to number of people who are living there, right? Um, which, if you look at this map, you realize um, a like a fact about you know. America, and that is there is a fucking lot of empty space in America. That yeah, there's a shit like, ton of empty space, like an absurd amount of mostly empty in space the middle. In America, yeah, it's 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 weird when you consider how much power all that empty space has. Yeah. Um. Anywho, spend an hour and a half doing this, and ultimately it was fucking worthless, right? Because yeah. of a lot of reasons, right? Um. One, of course, sightings are going to be where people are, right? Uh-huh. No shit. Like that's that's just that's that right there is survivorship bias at its at like at its finest, right? You know the the you're going to hear about the things that happen where people are because people are there. Yeah, yeah. No one's there right? to observe it in the places where people aren't. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I spent an hour working on that bit. Uh-huh. Um, which uh probably was a waste of my my life. Yeah. Um, also, uh, returning to the map, it uses a data set that supposedly tracks sightings of urban legends, right? Oh, okay. So I spent a lot of time trying to understand this data set, right? Yeah. Usually data sets are really fucking easy to understand um, because, like, they're usually labeled. There's a lot of the time uh, people will have, like, a, a data guide for the data set, like a, a, like a, like a glossary for what uh-huh. each, like data element has and all sorts of stuff like that. Like, cause that's, that's what you do when you create a data set that you release is you document it. Right. Because then people can use it to do analysis. I open it up. There's no source for all these claims. First of all, um, second of all, it is only Bigfoot sightings. None of there's no there's no field that actually marks whether or not something is a UFO or Haunted house, which is in the the listing apparently, um, but I couldn't find any. Um, 
And, uh, uh, you know, I was super excited when I found it because I was like, oh, this might be great for like random weird sightings. But once yeah. I like realized all of that, I totally have no idea, like, like none, zero clue what the fuck like I was looking at. Like if anything I was looking at was valid, if it has any ties to literally anything, right? So in regards to wasting almost two hours of my life, the answer is probably, is definitely probably. There are some perplexing... Okay, so I, I'm scrolling around on your map. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sightings near densely populated areas, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there's also sightings that are just, like, in the middle of, like, a city. Where I'm like, did someone think they saw, like, Bigfoot yeah, so, on 32nd and 5th? Like, what? <laughs> so this is the thing with GIS data. Um, it's based on where, like, people placing things, right? Yeah. Um, and it's not unheard of for people to place things wrong. Right. Um, but yeah. yeah, also, they are just like in the middle of cities. And, you know, I don't know if that's supposed to be like the haunted places. Right. But the data doesn't have any form of like oh. whatever. So it's functionally useless data. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, well, it is data. It's just data. Right. Because information yeah. is data with context. Right. So it's just data. And like a random number generator is data. Yeah. Right. So, like, it's worthless. Regardless, it's worthless. Um, but to get to the subject matter of the episode, because I had to talk about that because, like, I literally got consumed by that, right? Um, in a way that I can't adequately describe. Um, basically, whenever I'm working on something, like writing something up or whatever, I, I'll find, like, a rabbit hole. I'll dig down that rabbit hole for, like, far too long, and then I'll be like... Fuck, that was a waste of effort. I spent two hours learning nothing. It was fun, but but doing nothing. But but because of the nature of this podcast and because I had a a fuck ton of work that had to get done in the past two weeks, um, I ended up being like, fuck it, it's going in because I don't have a lot of time to talk about. I don't have a lot of time to do research. Yeah. Um, So getting to the subject matter of the episode, right? uh, The map supports the idea that people see hair humanoids everywhere, right? Yeah. On this podcast, we've covered 14 uh, hairy humanoids adjacent to Bigfoot, roughly, right? Yeah. Um, more or less, depending on your read or whatever. And they're like, that's mainly spe- specifically focusing on episodes that are directly related, like the, the focus of the episode, right? Like, yeah. I know we talked about Bigfoot in like the Bridgewater Triangle trilogy at one point. But, like, I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to count that as one of the episodes, because that wasn't... No, no, no. You're talking more like Oren Pendek, um, uh, William Osmond... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Albert uh, Osmond. Albert Osmond, sorry. Yeah. That that yeah. kind of vein. Um, yeah. So, um, shockingly, Brandon, I was looking at our list. Yeah. We haven't covered any hairy human... Like, hairy, any humanoids, like hairy hominids... As a primary episode topic in about 50 episodes, which was episode 100, where I talked about the origin of Sasquatch. Um, Ah, I was thinking we were going to talk about Christmas foot. No, that's that's a really fucking old one. Like, super old. That's like, like, Brandon, that's like, it's like five years ago. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It super is. I hate it. Um... So, anywho, I was surprised because, you know, Bigfoot's in our cover art, um, our podcast art. So, uh, anywho, for our return to Bigfoot-adjacent topics, I want to do things a little differently than I normally do. 
Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to go through a few basic sightings, right? Uh, things that don't necessarily have the comedy of the Oliver Osman like kidnapping or the drama of Ape Canyon, right? Yeah. Um, stuff that can't hold up as an episode of its own, but are fun little stories, some hoaxes, fictional, sincere, etc. Right? Yeah. Um, that was what I wanted to do, but then. I was looking for support for my claim that Bigfoot shows up in every United State, like every state in the United States. Yeah. And there's some controversy around Hawaii. Huh. Yeah. So How so? Um, like just in that they don't think they have a Bigfoot or is that We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um not like it's not super controversial, but there is some disagreement. I'll say gotcha. there is disagreement about Hawaii vis-a-vis its status regarding Bigfoot. Yeah. Now, um, but regardless, wherever you look other than potentially Hawaii, maybe according to some people, um, you'll find Bigfoot sightings, right? Uh, abominable science, um, which is a, uh, book we talked about in the past by, uh, Loxton and Prothero, um, makes the claim that even, Hawaii has it, right? Yeah. Um, and they provide a story, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but, like, Hawaii itself is contentious, right? Um, it's actually super difficult, surprisingly, to find... It was difficult for me to find any sightings there initially. Yeah. Well, you know what? Spam um, is made out of, right? It's Bigfoot. Meat. It's Hawaiian Bigfoot meat. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's no Bigfoot left. It's just... In Hawaii. It's all... They've all been harvested for Spam. Exactly. Now it's pork shoulder. Yeah. Um. Anywho, so if you search for Hawaiian Bigfoot on Google, though, yeah. you get a wholly different result than the the stories that were told in the abominable science thing. Like you uh-huh. have to dig for them. Um. Instead, you'll find a kind of amazing, kind of fucking awful mockumentary called "In Search of Hawaiian Bigfoot." Hang loose symbol. <laughs> hang loose emoji. The Maui skunk ape. That's and fantastic. yes, yes, that emoji is in the title completely. It is, it's a part of it. Everywhere you look, it has the emoji. Um, it's a like mockumentary created by this character, I think. I think it's a character called yeah. Mark Q. Um, and he does this thing. He has this recurring I have a question, bit. John. Is it Mark yeah. Q or is it Mark with the Q. It might be Mark. It might, might be Mark be with a Q. Mark with a Q, because he might be like, does he come off as like a Q Q guy? No, no, no. No? Okay. He didn't. He came off as like a Bigfoot researcher. Gotcha. Um, I want to note, this this entire thing is like fully fake and a joke, right? Yeah. Like, this is not real. Um, They're not like making the claim that, that Hawaiian Bigfoot is real, right? Because like, they aren't, right? Um, But he has this recurring bit where every time he says Hawaiian Bigfoot, he says Hawaiian, and then when he says Bigfoot, he pauses for a second, pulls his glasses down, and says Bigfoot. <laughs> I like it. Um, and honestly, there's a few jokes that don't really work well. Yeah. But that one, that one got me every time. <laughs> I will say, it's like a 25-minute bit movie. Yeah. Um. It's a short, right? I watched it at 1.75 speed because I didn't feel like uh, watching the entirety of it because it's, like, not greatly acted. Yeah. Right? And it's bullshit anyways, so, like, I didn't want to spend too much time, waste too much of my time doing it because I wanted to find other, like, real things, like, quote-unquote, real things. Yeah. Um. But 
the short film does fabricate nearly everything whole cloth. They mention a cryptopedia. Uh, they mention a cryptozoologist who never existed because the only source of it I can find is on the Facebook page for the show. The short. Oh, fantastic! Um, and he calls a Bigfoot-like creature uh, the Ikanaka. Okay. Um, which co-ops the name of a uh, chief in Hawaii mythology whose name means the man man-eater. Huh. Um, now, surprisingly, there's more on that later. Okay. But we'll get into that in a second. Um, and uh, it was this point in writing it, I realized, fuck, this is the podcast now. Um, because uh, there's a picture that was a picture taken by a Swedish tourist. It's right? such a it's good in the picture. Film. Captures the only evidence of this Bigfoot cousin on camera. And it's hilariously a deliberately bad Photoshop. Like, it's so clearly, like, a bad Photoshop. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, like, amazingly so. It's, now, it's like me in, like, late middle school level Photoshop. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they cut to two incredibly white swimsuit-clad humans. Okay. Um, Kiahi and Ka'ani. Kaka-Nani, uh-huh. right? I think Kanani's the girl and Kiahi's the boy. I, I I don't remember, right? Um, the duo are Bigfoot hunters, are Hawaiian Bigfoot hunters and trackers who hunt the creature armed with GoPros, drones, and literally nothing else. Well, something else, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, there's a weird bit too with the girl of the pair having an eye patch, which she refuses to talk about, and like she does like this whole like I don't talk about it, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Um, which you know I'm like okay. That's that's a pretty standard trope, whatever, right? Um, and I'm like, okay, at least as long as they commit to the bit, right? That'll yeah. be fine. No, they abandon it. Like, oh, like immediately, like literally, literally five minutes after that, where she says, "I don't talk about it," uh, she just gets hit in the eye by a branch from the Bigfoot. That's oh, it. All right. Yeah, it, it's fucking dumb. Um, they also do the the thing that I love that happens in like low budget movies these days, like digital movies. Yeah. Um, where they record like clear daylight and then put a dark filter over it as though yeah. like as though that's like night yeah it, it's didn't hilarious a, a gel over like the, the camera when they were no, they didn't try at all yeah. they didn't try it was very basic um now in the movie's lore hawaiian bigfoot uses the lava tubes as super highways uh, implying they have more in common with the disaster of a person who owns what was once twitter i was uh, just gonna make a joke about that good job Yes, because you see, the thing is, Hawaiian Bigfoot, musky, musky. Oh, yep. Elon Musk, an idiot who thinks underground tunnels will solve things. Yeah, and not just, oh, God, single lane, long ass tubes. That is like death trap. (laughs) Beautifully the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. Like, but but also I found out... um, if you listen to uh, the the dollop recently did a podcast on him, yeah, episode six hundred and six hundred and one, um, he totally invented he totally made Superloop as a thing to stop light like light rail systems from going into cities because he hates public transportation and it yeah. cuts out of his bottom line. And I was just like, yeah, that makes fucking sense. That sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, that makes total sense because he's he's won like contracts for places and he doesn't do anything with them, right? Yeah. Because he literally just made the company so he could stop public works from going in. Yeah. And, like, 
make his car sell more, which I don't know anyone who, at this point, the only people who I know who have a Tesla are people who ordered it before they realized how fucking terrible Elon Musk was. Yeah. And like, like that not, they're not good. They're, it's not, they're not good cars. It, they're not, not good cars because it's, it's not a car company. It's a company that produces product in order to generate carbon credits to sell to other non-EV companies. Exactly. So they're not, yes. they're not trying they're to not sell e- you a yeah. car. They're, they're not trying to they're sell not. a different company a carbon credit. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a total confidence game. Yeah. Um, Gosh, those cyber trucks too, boy. So, aren't they like held together by tape? There's, there's, they're coming out with duct tape holding some panels together. <laughs> Amazing. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, they show fingerprints real easy because if you've had a stainless steel, steel refrigerator, then you know what mm-hmm. happens to stainless steel. I will steel. say, um, I totally regret getting stainless steel Ditto. for my, my, my stuff. Cause like, I was like, oh, stainless steel looks so nice. But the thing is, Stainless steel is a commitment um, that I am not willing to 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 make. No, I just out. have a refrigerator because my fridge died and my my, my washer died. It's like I'm gonna stainless steel's the in thing. It's it it looks cool, but it looks cool on a show floor. After you've had mm-hmm. it in your house for like even a few weeks, it's just covered in just greasy ass handprints that mm-hmm. you need Very to use quickly. a special cleaner to <laughs> fucking. Especially especially when uh, you have a child. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I've given up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that's what happens. I mean, I've given up on a lot of stuff because I have a cat. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole other thing. Anywho, the uh, the short kind of falls apart in the third act. Like, when I say falls apart, like, it doesn't so much fall apart as, like, implode, right? Okay. Um, The girl starts carrying around a katana. Okay. And, oh, um, she has white girl dreads, too, which... I did a little bit of like Instagram lookup on the person. That was just a choice she made in her life. Oh, oh, good. Like that was just a choice yeah. that she made. Good. And like, I think the filming of the film took so long that she had changed hairstyles. Um, because also, don't dreads take a while to like the, uh, yeah. make happen, especially for like white folk hair. Yeah, there's stuff you got to do to to get them going. Yeah. Um, anywho, the dude hunter started carrying a crossbow around, and then, like, uh, the, the, like, girl has this, like, calls the, the, the Bigfoot hunter an asshole constantly, and, like, it, it came out of nowhere, and it's just weird, and they end up leaving the, the researcher behind, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, he's on, they're on Maui, I want to point out, right? Um, and, like, Maui's a pretty big island, right? Yeah. But. But there's a thing about Maui. Wowie? It's hard to get it's hard to get lost when you're on the coast. Cause you literally just have to keep Follow walking the in the same direction. Yeah. Like eventually you'll hit a town. It's not like or like a house. Yeah. It's it's not like getting lost in, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Right? It's not like getting lost on the parts of your map where there are no Bigfoots. Exactly. Also, also the other thing too is um, Maui uh, is half the size of Ulster County. Oh, yeah. Right, like fucking pick a direction and go. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, you'll hit ocean eventually, and then just turn right. Yeah, or left. 
Doesn't matter. You choose. It's up to you. <laughs> um. Anywho, the worst survival advice ever. I mean, on an island, not really. <laughs> oh, I'd love like, a show where it's like what is where they drop you and Bear Grylls off <clears throat> in similar spots alone, and it's just him thriving and just you doing do stuff. I'm just walking because that's what I do. I walk. Yeah. Listen, we're you're Polish too. You understand the Polish? We're wa- we're a walking people. We we yes. We are a walking people. Um. Uh, <laughs> Richard Klinsky walked a lot. Um. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The Iceman. The the guy the oh the guy who like froze a dude to try and like. Um, uh, you know, like hide when he killed him. What? I have um, no idea. I'll have to look this up. Yeah, yeah. It Pine Barrens, all that sort of shit. Um, Island of Maui is uh seven hundred and thirty-five square miles, uh forty-eight miles long and twenty-six miles wide. Oh. And not only that, on Maui, there's two very prominent volcanoes. Yeah. So like. If you want to, make sure that your one volcano is on the right and one volcano is on the left and just yeah. walk. Huh. It's really not hard. It's really, really not that difficult to get unlost in Maui. Yeah. Um, anywho, it was a cool concept for a film. Shit execution. Right? Yeah. That, that's just really all it is. Um, so re- returning to Ikanaka. And now here, the, the thing is like, I thought that the creators of the short came up with this. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of clever. And here's why. So um, historically speaking, right, uh, Pacific Northwest, we're talking about like Bigfoot lore, all that stuff. And I think I talk about this on the Sasquatch episode. Um, There are ogres in uh, uh, the the indigenous people of that region's like folklore. Yeah. Right. Um, and typically those ogres are, are man eaters, right? So I'm kind of like, oh, that's kind of clever, right? Call it the, uh, the Ikanaka because like, then it's like, oh, the Hawaiians also had like an identical story and Uh blah, 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 blah. And like, I don't agree with that conceptually because I think that that that's, we talk about that a lot. That's like a weird, like applying one culture to another culture doesn't always make sense because like you know storytelling traditions and that doesn't mean that it's real that just means that it's like the human nature of like i come up with a story and like they just so happen to be very similar because we're all humans right yeah um but they didn't actually come up with it uh the moniker does not originate with them um because honestly as i said like it's not a surprise to me right because that's way too way too nuanced of a of a name Uh uh-huh um Instead, <laughs> they probably also read Loxon and Protero's Abominable Science. Probably not, actually, now that I found out that it's on Bigfoot Encounters as well. Uh, um, and, like, they found a citation that led to a sudden report on Bigfoot Encounters, as I said. Um, the report titled, Bizarre Encounters in Wah... I wrote this down. Wihawa. Uh-huh. Wihiwa. Wihiwa. That was it. In Wihiwa... Hawaii, sourced from the 1973 Manoa Student Folklore Project at University of Hawaii, 
written by Glenn Grant in The Abake Files, Encounters in Supernatural Hawaii. Um, so the report records the informants as Howley, male, 35 years old, and Japanese-American female, 35 years old. Yeah. And now, for those of you who don't know, Howley is fucking hilarious because it's often a derogatory term to describe someone who's not Native Hawaiian. Yeah. Which is fucking hilarious <laughs> to me because the, uh, the Japanese-American female is not, not a Howley. No. But the dude is, That's which is funny. very funny. Yes. Um, the, man, the main subject in question who is na- like called the Howley is Rob Carlson, which based on the story, he feels incredibly white to me. Yeah. Um, so, and this is an abridged version of the, of the report. And this is all happening on uh, Oahu, the, the island, which is like where all the U S military bases are, where Pearl Harbor is, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so Rob Carlson was a quote military brat who grew up at Schofield barracks, graduated from, uh, Leiluha High School and attended University of Hawaii, right? One night, he had gone to the river in Whitmore Village by the Wahiha, Wahiwa Mountains um, with his friends to catch catfish. They laid traps in the river for about an hour, intending to come back in the morning to gather the fish. They were busy putting in their traps when they heard a blood-curdling scream. And I just want to take a second. I didn't realize catfish were in Hawaii. That's That was something I learned from this. <laughs> Um, I think they're everywhere. Apparently, just like Bigfoot. Oh, wait a shit. second! Bigfoot is where catfish is. We need but, an overlay of Bigfoot sightings and catfish. Have we ever seen a Bigfoot and a catfish in the in a room together? Well, I don't think we have. Okay, I'm I mean, I'm starting course. to get suspicious. Um, so it sounded like at first, at first, it sounded at first like a wild man screaming in the bushes right next to us. Yeah. I thought at first it was a joke by one of my friends, but we were all standing there and the screaming was by the bushes was in the bushes. We looked at each other and went and we ran like hell up the side of the embankment. We ran we just ran, totally panicked. As they got to the top of the hill, running down a little trail, they came to a curve in the path. As they entered the curve, they stopped dead in their tracks. An eight foot tall man was walking down the trail, heading right for them. He was naked, except for a cloth around his waist. So he wasn't naked. No, he just said he was wearing a loincloth. Yeah. Anywho, uh, I tell you, he was coming right for us. Uh, so we turned around and ran back to the wither- river. As we as he stumbled down the side of the embankment, uh, a giant woman stepped out from behind a tree. She must have been at least seven feet tall. Turning down river, they ran until they came out of the ravine safely. It was a hell of a night, Rob continued. I didn't sleep at all, but in the morning, we figured it was safe to go back and get our traps. We couldn't believe our eyes when we arrived at the river. There were huge footprints in the ground near the place where we had been laying the traps. Giant footprints at nearly 20 inches long. We will never go back fishing near the uh, at, at that river near Whitmore Village at night. Never. Um, I'm going to get into the, the foot size thing in a minute, but that's, that's a fucking huge foot. Um... So Rob's story resembles a mix of traditional wild men stories, right? Uh, which so, I actually don't think we talk about. Hmm? Shaq is about seven feet tall. Uh-huh. And his shoe size is 22, which is a heel to toe length of uh, 14, inch, 14 and 11 sixteenths. So we'll just round up 
we'll we'll call it okay. a fifteen inch foot. It's not an appropriate. It's probably not an appropriate foot size for the size of the the humanoid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that probably is about right. I I didn't think to look that up on this one. If, I look if, up another. If we're one. talking in units of shack. Yes, we're of course, of course. <laughs> They're shacks and micro shacks. Yeah. Right. Um, what is a micro shack exactly? Are are we using uh, increments of ten as like? There's how many Kevin Hart's or, are in, well, in a shack? That's a good question. Like, probably <laughs> at least two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Kevin Hart a micro shack? Kevin Hart could be a micro shack. Let's see, Kevin. Or would he be like half a micro shack? No, because then it would be my micro shack would be a shack. <clears throat> He's five two, so a Kevin Hart is like we'll call him two thirds of a shack. Okay, so he's probably then. Let's say, let's say a micro shack is a tenth of a, a of tenth a of a shack. Gotcha. Right, so two thirds is about sixty six. So he would be uh, what six and a half micro shacks? Yeah, roughly, if my math is right. Okay, that's that's how we do it. That's that's We've, math. Anything but the metric system is what I say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to ape the metric system, except in, instead of being a millishack, because that doesn't sound as good as a microshack, we're going microshack. Yeah. Um, Actually, watch out for nanoshacks, though. If they get in your bloodstream, you're fucked. There is a real unit of a measure called a Henry, which I find fun. What? Because he can just, like, measure stuff in millihenrys. <laughs> what does it measure? Um, gosh, I want to say it's, uh, it's inductive. It measures inductance. Okay. So if you're doing, if you're like a motor engineer, you're, you're looking at a lot of like millihenrys. <laughs> you're looking at a lot of Henrys, right? A lot of Henrys. Um, yeah, you got to watch, you got to clear your cash. That's all I can say. Um, now, the creature in question for this are wearing, uh, seen wearing clothes and not being particularly ha- hairy. Their status as Bigfoot is questionable. Right. Yeah. Um, notably, Glenn Grant writes that Bigfoot, Bigfoot in quotes, reinforcing the perception of this as a non-Bigfoot. John Green of Bigfoot Encounters also doesn't seem to count the sighting either, with Hawaii being the only state stating that the Hawaii is the only state with no sightings. Right. Um, now, this is where this is where things get tricky because, like, like if we're being completely honest, it does. It still has like all the trappings of a Bigfoot story, except yeah. the hair. Yeah. Right. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, mm, I'm gonna lean towards not Bigfoot, but like, if I was a Bigfoot person, I would say not Bigfoot because the lack of hair could imply different species. That's true. That's true. Or just a shaved Bigfoot. Just they've got that manscaped money. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, remember in a uh, adventure, uh, not Adventure Time, um, very different show, Venture Brothers. Yes. And they uh, they shave the Bigfoot. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, anywho, uh, the the other informant is an unnamed thirty-five year old woman, which is, of course, as we all know, the gold standard of sources. Um. She provides a different explanation for what happened. A teacher from a school in uh. Makakilo area shared with me in 1993 an interesting urban legend from the town of Wihiwa, where she grew up. She had many times uh, the strange... She heard... This is not even the hard words. (laughs) This is not even the hard words, John. Uh, She had heard many times the strange stories told by people 
to drive away the Hakanuhua Hakanuhua road to the road. Why do this to yourself? You even put in a, like a phonetic version in brackets. To I did. I out. did. I put I put phonetic versions in so this wouldn't happen. <laughs> and I suck still. <sighs> she had heard many times strange stories told by people who drive the Hakanahua road from Wihiwa to Waiulua. The two-lane winding road through the uh, through the pineapple fields. As they drive the lonely stretch of the road, they sometimes see a giant man lighting on the road. This giant is named Aikanaka, she told me. The older folks of Wihiwa, she said, had many times seen this giant. Right. Um. Now, I also want to point out that the first story I don't think I re- meant, like wrote it down, but the uh-huh. first story was sometime in like 1973, and then the person found the story in the 90s, basically. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I did say 73 Manoa Student Project. Okay. Um, so, turns out uh, the name Ikana uh, Ikanaka does actually translate to man eater. Huh. I did figure that out. I yeah. I looked through a lot of books. And a lot of websites to find that, um, to be sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, still, in trying to grasp the history of la- large humanoid sightings in Hawaii, I realized that there are three figures in Hawaiian folklore that have the name. Okay. Um, which is important because a lot of uh, the one of the sources that I read kind of combines those those individuals. Oh, gotcha. Into one. Yeah. Um. But important, like this is this is this is the like actual division. Uh, the first is a chief at a uh, Kauiki on the uh, Kauiki on the Isle of Island of Maui. Um, in this iteration of uh, Ikanaka, um, uh, 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 he seems to be chill, uh-huh. and he's married to like a quasi moon goddess um, of some kind. Now, I only say quasi-moon goddess because I didn't see that it was like she was actually a goddess. She yeah. might have been a demigod or something along those lines, whatever. Um, and weirdly, in multiple iterations of the myth, um, like almost every iteration of the myth, somehow he removes one of his wife's, wife's feet. Huh. I, I didn't really understand it. Um, I was struggling. It was very difficult for me to <laughs> read because... They were in bed, I, and he got those those ice claw toes against well, his calf one too many times, and he's like, I'm taking that fucking thing off. In one of them, she's, like, jumping to the moon, and he grabs her foot, and it, like, falls off. Oh, like, she jumps so hard that in the attempting to stop her, her I, just foot pops off? Or he tries too hard. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not an expert in Hawaiian mythology. Like, let me be, let me be aggressively clear. I struggle to even come up with a summary that I'm telling you right now. I have no idea you how accurate. You struggle to read your own phonetic breakdowns of individual yeah, words. I <laughs> yeah, I did, Brandon. Yeah, I did. I don't think anyone's going to mistake us or, 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 as any form of expert on uh, Hawaiian lore. They might. They might. We are white, and if I've learned one thing, a lot of white people live in Hawaii and think that they're, like, Hawaiian. Weird. Um, the, the girl from that, like, Maui, uh, uh, Maui Bigfoot thing. Yeah. Um, she's, her Instagram is wild. Oh, God. Um, anywho. Uh, so the second is linked to the legend of Coelho. 
Um, and appears to be a chief for Coelho, who's the hero of the story, to defeat, right? He's okay. like an obstacle, right? Um, doesn't see he seems like he's kind of villainous in that story. Um, but the the story of uh, the legend of Coelho is like long, and I didn't really feel like learning it. Yeah. Um, because also it's Hawaiian. So the other thing too is because it's Hawaiian folklore. It's not like there's not very good summaries of it. It's there's a bunch of like academic things on it, but like yeah. unfortunately the nature of how our culture works, it's just not a thing that's been summarized much, um, or like talked about much. Uh, the final and one of the most likely to be linked to the story, uh, which takes our story, of course, takes place on Oahu, uh-huh. um, is the can is a cannibal chief who lived on Oahu, right? The Oahu chief, however, does not appear to be associated with giants based on my reading of the mythology. Um, and as I said before, I have a very limited understanding of the mythology, and I'm basing my interpretation solely on a book I once owned, which is wild. Huh. I, I got rid of it years ago. Yeah. Um, but there's a book on Hawaii mythology by Martha, Be- Martha Beckwith um, that had all of these, like, uh, sources. I went through, like, the index and then went through the glossary and then went to the pages and then I read the surrounding pages. and I did research, okay? I read. <laughs> I read books. Books, I say books. Um, now, that being said, I wasn't really able to find any confirmation of... Uh, Ikanaka being associated with giants in Hawaiian lore outside of the sources that I reference in, like, the story, uh-huh. right? Um, there is, however, a race of large-sized people called the Nawa'o, uh, the wild people, who live on bananas and are associated with the Menehune, the dwarves of Hawaiian folklore. Um, that said, stories of giant humanoids in Hawaii don't end there, right? Okay. And for those of you who don't know, the, the Menehune are, like, the tiny people who like you build, you can build like a Karen to them. And so there's like a video of a dude of like Bigfoot hunt, like the Bigfoot hunting, one of yeah. the Bigfoot hiding shows of the dude, like building a Karen, like a, like a, a block, like a, a stone structure yeah. to like make an appeal to the Menehune. And like, um, they talk about the notion of mana and like being filled with mana and all that kind of stuff, which I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't verify anything. It's a weird video. You can find it. <laughs> um, we'll so do. our second our second story takes us to the 1960s when a man working for the Dole Pineapple Company okay. in uh, Helemano had an encounter at 2 a.m. Oh, God. Yeah. The witness, either 25 or 45. Working fucking third shift for pineapples. Uh-huh. Uh, have been installing sprinklers, which is the weirdest thing to me. Installing sprinklers at 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, when he fell into an unexpected depression in the ground. The depression was an, allegedly an absolutely giant footprint, uh, as supposed eyewitnesses reported. Um, when we looked in the hole, we saw that it was a great big footprint. I swear we measured the thing, and it came out to be about three feet. Damn. Anyone who has a foot, uh, has a, foot a yard long must be a real big man. Now, this, of course, goes... Far beyond even the largest Bigfoot I've ever heard of, right? Yeah. Um, and it turns out there is a ratio that you can use to approximate human height from their their foot length. Uh huh. Um, and that ratio is uh, uh, six point six inches of human height to one inch of foot length. Okay. Roughly. So the creature in this story would be somewhere in the ballpark of twenty feet tall. Damn. Two stories. Uh, which is definitely a giant. Yeah. Uh, uh, the article 
from Cryptopia then goes on to state that apparently people had been seeing a giant human-like entity that was supposedly a spirit that haunted the place where an old pineapple camp had been, right? Huh. Um, and once again, I want to I want to point out the fact that uh, Maui, Maui as an island, is uh, 735 square miles, 26 miles wide, 48 miles across. That is a very small area. Uh, for a uh, a twenty foot a tall twenty foot biped. tall giant, yeah, to live so sneaky and also also pineapple fields are typically flat. Uh, in flat areas. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so not only that, but the uh, the pineapple fields would be like, um, uh, uh, he would be very conspicuous. He'd be he'd be extremely conspicuous. So, like, I guess the only way that that would make sense if we're using internal logic of paranormal stuff would be if he was in fact a spirit, right? Yeah. Or invisible Bigfoot. Or teleporting Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Or, or any like of the extra planar Bigfoot. Psychic Bigfoot, pick a pick a Bigfoot incarnation that we haven't talked about yet. Um, now, being that the sighting took place in 19, the 1960s on farmland owned by the Dole Corporation, of course, um, which Dole is a fucking huge corporation. Yeah, I just wanna 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 make a note of there. Even in the 1960s, it was big. Um, there would be, of course, plentiful photographs uh, documenting this whole historic find and moreover because it was a footprint there wouldn't be need to worry about like getting it out of focus as you know bigfoot tends to do or running away while someone ran to get a camera yeah um bafflingly if you believe the story to be true there exists no phone or cast of the footprint more huh. bafflingly i was only able to find three sources for uh, four that i found i right went up to four when i uh was reviewing this this morning yeah um I found four sources, one in, one of which being Cryptopia, uh, which I had the quote I pulled, dubbed the, which they dubbed the cryptid the Dole Giant, which is kind of a great name. Um, another from someone's personal site, the one that was from the uh, the Obake thing on on Bigfoot Encounters, uh-huh. and the final, and this one got me. I I, I like started looking for this because I was like, wait, what? This actually exists was a fan-proposed episode of Destination Truth. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't even a real episode of Destination Truth. Oh, God. There's Destination uh, Truth fanfic? Well, there's, like, a thing... There's a wiki called, like, the Ideas Wiki. Yeah. Which is just, like, people coming up with, like... F- like, headcanon and, like, dreams and shit like that. Oh, God. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> That is very weird. Naturally, none of the instances of the story have like any real meaningful provenance, right? Yeah. There is there is some provenance like like they they say it's from the Obake journal or the the Obake um uh the Obake book, right? Uh the Obake files. Um uh, but like best I can tell like <sighs> So, the problem there is I kind of struggle to uh I struggle with with like books like that because yeah. a lot of the time, like the way they they do sourcing is weird and like it's hard to because like even if they talk to a primary source, it doesn't mean that they like actually talked to, um. Uh, they they actually talked to someone who was like a legit person. Yeah. Right. Um. 
this one sources the University of Hawaii Manoa Student Folklore Project, right? Which I don't know how to get access to. Um, which, in retrospect, I did a bad job on my research this time because uh-huh. I didn't think to look that up. Um, I am sorry. I I will uh, atone uh, by uh, being mad at myself the same a, a bit more than I usually am, which is a lot. Um, <laughs> there was one other instance of uh, a humanoid that I could find. Yeah, this is on this is on a website called Shaka Guide, <laughs> which also has the hang loose. Oh, mode. it does. It has it right on the top. Yeah, yeah, Shaka bro. Um. Now, in this, uh, they have a. There's a legend about why um, trees don't grow in Kokoe, uh-huh. uh, in Northwest Ka- uh, Kauai. Um, the story goes that there was once a robber named uh, Kanaloa Hulu Hulu, uh, which translates into tall, hairy, hairy man, right? Yeah. Um, now, basically, he would rob people, you know, right? Uh, until eventually uh, the ruling chief, you know, finds out. And then he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to find you and, like, kill you. So they kill him. Um, they cut off his head and they throw him into a canyon. Yeah. Right? Um, turns out dude was, in fact, a powerful demigod. Right? Uh, and he came back to life and he couldn't find his head. So he, like, went into the ravine and, like, just started pulling up all the uh, all of the trees. And that's why oh. there's no trees there anymore. Because a headless Bigfoot. Because a headless Bigfoot. Headless Bigfoot um, did it. But yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's Hawaiian Bigfoot, as far as I can tell. Um, there was an interesting thing that I found, but I didn't have enough time to read the book. Because uh-huh. it's a book. Uh, it's an academic book about it. Um, talking about the uh, Menehune and the Kananoa. No, the Nawa. The Nawa. Um, so it talks about them and it talks about the notion that it's, uh, potentially post Western contact stories. Right. Um, which is interesting, but like, I'd have to, to look into it to know how much weight that holds. And like, (sighs) I'm uncomfortable making that claim, um, without having read like the claim. Yeah. Right. And, like, actually looked into it and done my, my due diligence in, like, basic data literacy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's 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 Hawaiian Bigfoot. Uh, it's mostly just a short made by a pe- group of people and, like, a guy saying Hawaiian Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. Um, but, yeah, that that's all I got, Brandon. Yeah, that was fun. I want to uh, go watch that Bigfoot doc. It's honestly not that good. I just want to see him it's, do the Bigfoot. It's okay. Um, the the girl in it, like, they have her wearing very revealing clothes the entire time. I'm still waiting to hear something I don't like. Um, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, she does she does grow like dread, like white girl dreads in the film, so there's that. Yeah. Um. Anywho, oh, he did so it. So in terms. I saw him do you it. Did it. You did it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. But that's the best. That that is the best joke in the entire thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, as always, our website is cryptopediacast.com. Our Instagram is at cryptopediacast. All of our stuff is at cryptopediacast. 
Email is CryptopediaCast at Gmail or us at CryptopediaCast. Um, we have a Patreon, uh, and I want to thank uh, Will Smith, Bushcraft Kelso, Len Widdash Sharp, Bird Schneider, Marty Von Pierty, and Clay Sinclair. And I'm pretty sure that's everyone because I pulled this from the most recent episode that I wrote. Um, we have a Discord, which apparently the link might be broken, so I'm going to have to look into that. The link's broken. Um, yeah, I think huh. the Discord link is broken. So did I have someone to go just fix join, that. or did they just find us by searching? They did join, but um, uh, that was because they emailed me telling me the link was broken. Oh, um, gotcha. So I'll have to I'll have to fix the the link when I post this. Okay. Um, if you have any, if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, and if you have any monster requests or stories, be sure to send them in. You could find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. Our email is uh, brandon at cryptopedicast.com. And my other website thing is at Crypto Brandon. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, uh, Brandon Brandon set up a merch store, which merch! is in the show notes. We got yeah. socks. There's socks. We got shirts. There's shirts. We got, I can there make undies. Yeah, there's a mug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got mugs. I got mugs. There's a mug. There's a mug. They're, they're, they're and unlike, unlike me encountering mugs, you won't go through emotional distress when you use the mug, hopefully. <clears throat> you won't. I can't make any. So the print comes out good, and I sized them appropriately because I hate when I buy a fun fucking mug, and then I go to put it in my Keurig, and it fills it right to the fucking brim. So I, like, sized it higher so that you'll get your full cup of coffee and have, like, a safety zone. It's not going to fill right to the... Freaking tie heat when cups do that. So I made sure it was a good cup. God damn it, Brandon. Um, anywho, my Instagram is Mew2057. My other website is JF Dunham. My website is JohnDunhamGames.com. My email is John at CryptopediaCast.com. Our art was done by Tom Hill. You could find him on Instagram at ThomasMichaelHill. His website is GreaterGloryCo.com. His other website is TomMikeHill.com. And his email is TomMikeHill at gmail.com. As always, I'm John. I'm Brandon. And things are going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs>